truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in here today to the Steve Dace Show. Live and on demand on The Blaze. I am Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here with me per normal. You would love it if you would join us. 888-900-3393 is the number. 888-900-3393. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And for those of you listening today, either via the radio or the podcast, the last name is a D-E-A-C-E. Coming up a little bit later on in the show, Daniel Horowitz, our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. He'll be taking us inside politics. Uh, We've got buy, sell, or hold, and then we have a truth bomb coming up. You do not want to miss today's truth bomb segment because it is soul-crushing. And whatever, whatever hope, Todd, you have remaining for the future, yeah, it'll be gone. Aaron and I have specifically devised this truth bomb in order to break you. Why so, not? And, and Tee it up. That, and that's, that's why you get paid to be here, right? In, initially, I was a little flattered that you thought I had any hope at all left. So, Well, if you first you don't succeed, what's our motto, right? Lower your expectations, right? So we'll get to that and more coming up here in a few minutes. Of course, one of the cool things about doing a job like this, other than it beats going down a mine shaft, the flashlight, is we also get to support some outstanding causes like our friends at Back to Jerusalem. They're based in China. And what they want to be able to do is reach as many closed countries between communist China and Jerusalem as they possibly can. What do they mean by a closed country? They mean a nation that wants to oppress its people. And one of the ways they try to oppress their people is denying them the hope that comes from the word of God. And they have devised a way to get around that. They've got this, I guess we call it a pill sized Bible. Now they're not the Jehovah's witnesses. Okay. They didn't come up like their own Bible and they switched some verses around and changed the whole story. This isn't a cult. It's the actual Bible. All right. From Genesis to Revelation, the actual scriptures, uh, they just put it into a form where it's easier to slip it past the goalie, past the gatekeepers, if you will. Uh, and they want to get this to close countries like China, North Korea, Iran, etc. If If you want to help them, and they're asking for your help today, they want to get 10,000 of these Bibles to bring hope to the people in these oppressed countries. Here's what they need. Uh, they need $15 from each of us about the cost of you taking out a coworker, a loved one to a fast food lunch here today. That That's all they're asking for is 15 bucks. If you'd like to help, here's how. Uh, just go to the website, blazehelp.org. That's blazehelp.org. Or you can give them a call at 844-305-0566. That's 844-305-0566 or online at blazehelp.org. Org. And now, here's Aaron with what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Come Quickly, Lord Jesus. The woman in this photo is Kathy Tran, surrounded by her beautiful family. She's a delegate in Virginia's House of Delegates. She recently introduced this piece of legislation. So how late in the third trimester would you be able to, to do that? You know, it's very unfortunate that our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how, late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician 
perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So... Um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman would I understand make that. that. I'm point. asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. This was not New York or California. This was the Commonwealth of Virginia. In other progressive utopian news, Oregon Governor Kate Brown signaled this week that she supports Senate Bill 526, which would establish universal invasive home visits by Oregon state employees to all households with newborns. The bill has been given emergency status, so it must be decided upon by the end of this year. However, on the topic of progressive utopians eating their own, Julia Beck is a feminist lawyer and so-called lesbian. She says she was kicked off the Baltimore mayor's LGBTQ commission for misgendering a crossdresser. Her account is written about in a story at PJ Media. Speaking of crossdressers, Alamo is being rude. She was real rude with her black ass. And she called me at home. She supposed to be at work. And y'all going viral, honey, on Facebook. You too. That so with no hey, neck. Hey, sir, I need you to get out. So, yeah. And you call me a yeah. sir? I'm not a sir. I'm a ma'am. I'm no, a I sir. I'm a ma'am. Get out. I'm a ma'am. Can you get him out? I'm a ma'am. I'm a ma'am. You being rude. Okay. I'm a ma'am. I'm a ma'am. My ID say female. He's being rude. Know your pronouns. Know your pronouns. Know your pronouns. Know your pronouns. Know your pronouns, honey. Know your pronouns. It's a world out here. It's a world out here. Know your pronouns. Stupid. My like you said, ma'am. Him. The least sexy part of socialism is effective, efficient bureaucratic administration but the project lives or dies based on it. In other news, the FBI has wrapped up its investigation into the worst mass shooting in the United States history for like the fifth time. And guess what? We still don't know why Stephen Paddock gunned down 58 country music fans and injured nearly 900 others from his gunner's nest in the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. And finally, Mary Poppins and a nanny's shameful flirting with blackface. And that's what happened while we were away. We're going to talk uh, on the roundtable today on The Blaze about uh, the, the latest finding of no motive, no rationale. Don't know why he did it. Uh, Stephen Paddock, worst murderer in American history. And, well, other than Planned Parenthood, the worst individual, I guess we should say. Although, I guess, you know, there's been abortion doctors that have done thousands of killings. So... Um, with a gun. With a gun. Thank you. Uh, worst murderer with a gun uh, in America. It's amazing. We've got to come up with all these, uh, you know, subsections now. And it's amazing also that we have to do the roundtable on this because the New York Times is busy talking about how Mary Poppins is racist. But we'll we'll take the mantle for today. Yeah, it's just fascinating to me that 
the issue that there's an entire wing of media in America that seeks to politicize any gun violence whatsoever and blow blow it sky high to enact the policies uh, that they wish uh, to see uh, come to fruition to take uh, your weapons away. And yet here's a guy who committed the worst acts of gun violence ever. And seemingly has no intellectual curiosity. And he's a white male. I think do a it- white male that killed all these people with multiple guns, and yet there's just no, no, no concern about let's get to the bottom of this. No intellectual curiosity whatsoever. Do, huh. do it for the children runs a lot better than do it for the country music fans. Maybe I don't know. Exist. And how does a guy get? I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas. I mean, for pretty much from the moment you step off the tarmac, particularly on the strip. You're under constant video surveillance everywhere you go, particularly in casinos where there's millions of dollars being housed and exchanged and, um, you know, on a daily basis, uh, withdrawn, deposited, et cetera. And yet this guy turned, uh, you know, what was he on the 40th floor or something of the Mandalay Bay? He was way up there. Yeah, he was pretty up there. Uh, turned that into a sniper's nest. I just jumped on off and on the elevator, I guess, Satan curtain rods. What's in the bag, sir? Curtain rods. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you get that reference. So not exactly sure how that pulled that one off. We'll discuss that later today on the roundtable here on The Blaze. Um, boy. <laughs> the other, two of the other items I want us to discuss today, gentlemen, uh, on the roundtable. If there is not, and I wrote about this today uh, over at Conservative Review, if there's not a more fitting epitaph for... Western civilization, then I'm a ma'am, suck my bleep. Then to me, pardon the pun, that's a rim shot. Uh, that's a tap out. That's your money shot. Uh, that pour one out. Your doughboy at the end of Boys in the Hood, you're pouring one out. You're pouring out some OE right there, right there. You're pouring one out. And uh, nice knowing you. Get a hop on now, glom on to this ash heap to history, and uh, we'll check you later. You know, and you think of other great societies that have had calamities and collapses. You know, you think of uh, the people of Pompeii, buried under a heap of volcanic ash. We're going to go down at the Alamo rental counter uh, during a spot-free rinse while they're doing a mirror-to-mirror check of your rental because you got the pronouns wrong. Um, You know, you think of uh, Visigoths coming over the wall. I mean, everybody's so afraid of Sharia law. We're not, the Islamists aren't going to even need to bring the scimitars to our necks. We're going to step on our necks all on our own. This is both the most real, spectacular, and pathetic cultural collapse of all time. Conmen, charlatans, and the chronically confused. Um, we, we will be the only society who one of the, one of the, one of the hordes that brought it down are men who know what chartreuse is and are, are, are worried about which shade of line of eyeliner best lines up with their palate. And are, do these skinny jeans make my butt look big or not? But at least we'll be able to say, Todd, that we'll have a unique place in history there at the end is. after all. There it is. We're not neat gonna need to take my hope away on the truth bombs segment because it's already gone Uh, i'm tapping out none and and here's the thing imagine like the crowd outside of lot's house 
while the sulfur's falling. And they like pull out their phones. Let's get a selfie. They got like selfie sticks or the sulfur's falling in the background. The only reason we even know about this man and his psychosis. That's what it is, guys. This is a man to pray for, not to be, not to let him prey upon. Okay? He should, we should be, he, this is a psychosis. If you are denying the most basic reality of your creation, you have a psychosis. This is a mental illness. But unfortunately, it has become a political constituency. I mean, you, now, now you're not lesbian enough. If you mis, mis, if you do a mispronoun and you, if a lesbian does a mispronoun, now she's not les, she's she's the Aunt Tom of the lesbian of the LG. That's that was also in your in your montage, correct, Aaron? She she's the Aunt Tom uh, because she got the wrong pronoun or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now the now lesbians aren't lesbian enough. This is insanity, and unfortunately, we're we're too worried about offending the people that are trying to undo us to do anything about it. Um, this is a psychosis. I want to say it again so that uh, later on our friends over at Think Progress will quote me correctly, okay? Let me enunciate. If you are denying the gender that you were born with vehemently as an adult, you have a psychosis, you have you are mentally ill and you need to be treated did i make that clear enough indeed indeed you're not a political constituency you're sick and we're sorry for you but you need help and that behavior in that video isn't the way sane people behave it's just not here's the thing though we only know about it how how do we know about this what's his or her What's the being's name? Savannah something? I'm not sure. The being's name. Can I even go with being? Is that even okay? What's the cellular material's name? I read a story about it. I don't even know where this took place. Okay, Savannah. I'm trying to think because I wrote about it yesterday. Savannah Maria Garcia, maybe. Or Maria Savannah. How'd the Joker do that trick, do you think? Have you practiced it before? I'm about um, to. Uh, we only know about this because um, the being put it on. Is there okay? Is that is that pronoun okay Zare. there? There. Okay. Uh, put it on their Facebook wall. The being was proud of this. Put it on their Facebook wall. Wanted America to see this. This is the equivalent of the crowd outside Lot's house taking it with a selfie stick, man. Hey, look, sulfur, hurry, quick. Get this up on Instagram before you know, the lights turn out. And they, they are, guys, they are victims. Not the way yes, they Yes, I think. agree. Not and the way they think. I agree with everything you're Not about to say. Not the way yeah. the people, sten- the stenographers that think progress think. They are victims, because they are being used. They are being aided and abetted in their psychosis. Yes. And they are being used by a larger movement 
just as pawns. Yes, they don't that care about be, them. They're driving them further in their psychosis for a political yes, agenda. Secondary and tertiary to um, their the sadness, the compassion that we should feel for them is the compassion on that level that they are just being used because of this. The stories that are in your that highlight your montage today again we're not we're going to try to help e- equip and inspire you to think critically. We're not going to we're not going to we're not going to compel you. Critical thinking is internal. It's not something that comes we're not your senseis. We're not your shamans. All right, we want to we want to we want to fire your synapses so you can think through this th- stuff for yourself. That's why we source so many things and and provide links to so many things, so you can think through this on your own as individuals. So take a step back and be discerning. The two stories that highlight Aaron's montage are the same story because they're from the same belief and the same people. When Aaron says. When Aaron says these people are victims, people like this Savannah Maria Garcia are victims, and they're being driven deeper into their psychosis as political pawns. They're being enabled in their mental illness. Let me prove it to you. The same people that want to enable Savannah Maria Garcia to continue down, uh, into the, to descend further into the mouth of madness, he, she, or it is already embarked upon are the same people making the argument that that legislator in Virginia is, is, is practicing women's health by saying, even if you're dilating in the midst of going into labor and you decide right there, you don't want the kid, you can kill it. These people don't care about human life as a fundamental value. They care about getting to declare what is and isn't a life, and that's a totally different thing. They care about power. Saul Alinsky, I'm going to use this again. When he used to ask his disciples, why do we organize? And they would shout out for justice, for equality he would respond with, for power. For power. Solinsky dedicated his most momentous work to Lucifer, whom I will quote now. O Lucifer, son of the morning, I will ascend. I will be like the Most High. I will will have the power. This isn't about any flowery line of propaganda. This isn't about tolerance. It isn't about diversity. It isn't about minorities. It isn't about the oppressed. It's about one thing and one thing only. Power. We'll get back to discussing Aaron's montage here in a moment. I want to let those comments sink in. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home this year, Real Estate Agents I Trust is the website you want to check out. 
realestateagentsitrust.com. This was started by Glenn Beck and some of his uh, associates a few years ago because they had grown frustrated with finding agents who could follow through uh, and make sure they were empowering you as the buyer and the seller. And, and what separates this from a lot of other referral operations is these are mostly done uh, in order to help agents find clients. In this case, so it's really about empowering the agent to find clients to help their bottom line. In the case of real estate agents I trust, they have flipped that paradigm and now it's about empowering you, the customer, to find an agent that will serve you and your buy, your bottom line. Whether you're buying a home or selling a home this year, you want to check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the website. Realestateagentsitrust.com. To the, the story of Legislator Tran, I've seen a lot on Twitter this uh, last 24 hours about this story. And a lot of Team GOP people that uh, making a lot of hay about this. Yep. Um, talking about what a dark place the Democratic Party has gone to. This is the year no BS, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the year no BS. No. No, I'm not letting you get away with it. No. And in the strongest terms possible, on a literal basis, y'all can just go to hell. Because you're funding these baby killers. Andrew Cuomo can't kill, isn't going to kill these babies himself. Virginia State Legislator Tran isn't going to kill these babies herself. She's not getting her hands dirty. Neither is Andrew Cuomo. Someone's going to have to carry out the killing order. Who are the assassins here? Groups like Planned Parenthood that y'all Republicans keep giving a half billion a year to. So hell no, you do not get to get on your high horse. No. Nope, you don't. I was part of an effort last year to produce a video to encourage Republicans in Congress to bring forth federal heartbeat legislation, which they never did. Because you know, they really didn't do anything when they had the power for two years except a temporary tax cut. That's what they did. So no. All you team GOP shills, all you consultants in my Twitter feed, not singly out, except I, it would take too long. It's most of my feed right now. All y'all can go to hell. Every last one of you. And nope, I ain't taking it back because you're sons of the devil. So you guys want to th- quote you, you nicer than God, folks. You nicer than God, Christians, who just can't even. That I went there, and you're going to send me your Bible verses out of context? Let me put one in context for you. Those people are sons of the devil. There's a scripture verse for you. Losing your minds over the Democrats going there when you just keep handing my money to the people that would fulfill their kill order. So no. No, I don't want to, I don't want to, don't save, save your, boy, what is, how'd we cut here as a culture? You want to know the, one of the reasons why Democrat, the the state of Virginia has gone totally Democrat? 
one of the reasons why is the previous Republican governor, McConnell, or no, was, was it McDonnell was his name, I think, uh, signed the largest tax increase in state history into law. The Republicans have just gotten their asses kicked ever since they did that. So no, 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 you don't. Maybe other shows will let you get away with this. And we'll just, we'll all be team GOP mourning the loss of a once great political party and how they've just lost their way, but not here. Nope. Y'all, every last one of you can go to hell with these Democrats because you're handing them the money. You're handing the organization the money that's going to carry out all these kill orders. So no, 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 no. Don't hand them a half billion of my money from the federal treasury and then sit there and say, I, I just can't believe the Democrats are going there. No, 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 no. Don't refuse to put up legislation that says uh, when a being has a heartbeat, it can't be, it shouldn't be killed because it's human. And then turn around and say, I can't believe the Democrats want to kill children right before they're born. What did you do to protect any of those children? What would you do to take the money and power away from Murder Incorporated? What did you do? Why would you pass the largest tax increase in Virginia state history that ushered in this new era of, the leg- of, 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 of legislators like Ms. Tran? No. And... If you think this is too harsh, I, I'm probably not harsh enough, frankly. St. Peter says, what is worse to not know God's law and to disobey it or to know and acknowledge what God's law is and then disobey it anyway? So no, 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 y'all, y'all on Team GOP with your pro-life planks and all your speeches and Hey, we're going to make sure, by the way, when we just had this last shutdown, you know who got all their money? Did you guys know? Planned Parenthood did. That partial shutdown didn't stop. Planned Parenthood got all its money. All y'all Republicans in Congress who were handed videos of assassins crunching on granola as they peddled baby parts, like wares on camera. And you did nothing. Nothing. Every last one of you can go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to hear it. Because the reality is, people like Cuomo and Tran ought to be sending you cookie bouquets and thank you cards. You're the Tokyo Roses of the culture war. Every last one of you. I'm going to stop talking now because I'm so freaking mad. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna firebomb this place over this. So you guys talk. Uh well Ken, I'm just gonna throw more logs onto the fire. Uh speaking for my church. Uh yeah, if you uh US uh C, the USCCB, the Council of uh Catholic Bishops in America, uh continue to sit and watch this. Uh, go to hell is good enough for you as well. Uh, you have been sowing confusion for decades. 
And if you just watch this go on, you're sowing, you're just flat out willfully sowing evil as well. You are the ones tying that millstone around the necks of children instead of protecting them from the wolves. Uh, I, I've, I, I mean, I, there's the hope short of the guarantee that we are given in our faith. Where is it to be found in that montage? God help us all. Uh, Chris Pandolfo from Conservative Review and I were talking this weekend. He had just started watching the uh, series on Netflix about, um, oh, the, the serial killer, that the new one that's out. And we were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, serial killer documentaries. And I watched one about Jeffrey Dahmer. And apparently he came to Christ before he was killed in prison. In fact, the last interview was um, was with James Dobson that he did. Um if he really did come to Christ, there is an incomprehensible grace that God prepares. And I'll finish that thought after the break. I'm sorry. We'll come back. More here on The Blaze. Stay tuned. Homeowners, beware. A data breach just exposed 24 million of you to title fraud, a crime that could cost you your home. I've seen it firsthand. In a moment, I'll tell you how you can protect yourself from becoming its latest victim. But if you have a mortgage, uh, maybe a refi or a HELOC through a major bank, this breach may have put you at risk for losing every dollar of equity you have built up in your home. Uh, and maybe even the home itself. This data breach gave scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. They can forge your signature from here as the seller, refi your home under a new name, take out loans on your home, and then while they've liquidated the equity, they stick you with the payments. And you won't know until that payment notice arrives that, or even an eviction order, that you are the victim here. Uh, your bank doesn't protect you, neither does insurance or even identity theft programs. But for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will. Home Title Lock protects my home, and I would urge you to check it out as well. Uh, you can find out now, maybe you've already been targeted, maybe you're already a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register for your free title scan and report. That's normally $100 to get that done. But for our family here today at The Blaze, Home Title Lock will do it for you for free. With a sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com, visit HomeTitleLock.com. Daniel Horowitz is here to take us inside politics. How are you, my friend? Our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. How you doing, brother? We're doing all right. The usual dose of woe and lamentation. Nothing more, nothing less. So I want to I want to start with uh, you telling me today whether I'm I'm paranoid or or prudent. I think the likelihood is high. We lost the immigration issue forever last week. Um, with the way that this uh, shutdown just kind of happened you know, from the hip uh, to begin with. And then it was clear they devised no plan for how to win. At least the guys on our side of this issue in the White House devised no plan for how to win this in the end. Then just kind of caved out of nowhere and got nothing for it. Uh, further emboldening Nancy Pelosi. Um, and 
they'll just, I think, issue an emergency declaration in three weeks. There will not be another shutdown. They don't have the balls for it. They'll issue another, um, you know, he'll issue an emergency declaration uh, 10 minutes after it, it, it's issued. Some federal judge from the bowels of Babylon will put an injunction on it. Um, this thing will wind up in the courts forever. He will not defy a federal judge and nothing gets done. Nothing gets built. Uh, and by the end of this year, there will be uh, broad immigration reform. Uh, that will include amnesty for millions. Now you tell me, please tell me, please, please. I don't want to believe I have fought on this issue for seven years to have just lost it last week. Please tell me I'm wrong. Steve, I strongly disagree with you and your audience will be happy. Thank you. Um, I share your pessimism about Trump's prospects of reelection after this. But if you want to frame it, in terms of losing the immigration issue, no. Here's the deal. It's a number of data points to point to. If you look at all the polling, all the polling that we've seen, the issue of immigration has rocketed now to the top priority. More people than ever recognize it's a serious problem. Pelosi's numbers actually took the biggest tumble ever. Now, I, I agree with your assertion that at this point, politically, broadly, in terms of the presidential election, that might not matter. But if you're going to judge on the issue of immigration, I think we did succeed in making it a prominent issue. And I'll tell you, because of what I know to be true, and usually this stuff comes to the forefront six to 12 months after I observe it, this thing, this stuff is getting so bad at our border that you cannot deny it. Notice the Democrats, their first week, this is essentially their first week in control of the House because the you know entire January was shut down politics. What are they focusing on? Their omnibus election fraud bill and raising federal pay. One thing they will not do is abolish ICE, is go after that stuff. Kamala Harris talked about um, the border wall, and she mocked the border, border wall saying, ha-ha, you really think – the um, border wall is going to help uh, deal with the cartels. Notice she was able to belittle the wall, but not the prominence of the threat of the cartels. What I'm saying is Trump might have screwed up the border wall issue for us. But if you understand the mechanics of this issue, it's the courts and the cartels that are the problem. Now, I've given a blueprint for what they can do and how they recover by designating the cartels as terrorists, making this a military buildup, and stop making it about the wall and use executive action, not as if you're a thief in the middle of the night looking like you're making an end run around Congress, but making this a military DOD issue. And then thereafterwards, you could actually build a wall if you want to. Now, you might tell me, well, the same way you screwed up first down, second and third down is going to be no different, but it's not because you lost it. It's just because you're going to double down on stupidity. So, Steve, I don't think we've lost the immigration issue other than perhaps the wall, which used to pull at 75 80%. But again, I would argue for the many reasons and columns I've written, that's no longer the main issue. So I think the good news is the the radicalism of the Democrats and the prominence of this issue is not going away. So – then let's game theory this out. How does this play out in terms of policy? Not polling, policy. How does it play out in terms of policy in the year 2019? So, what so happens? Steve, I'm not, 
I'm not discounting the threat of amnesty, and then you really do lose the issue. And because more I could, I, let me start with this question because maybe narrow it down for you more. Okay, I, I do you agree with me that Trump would trade his wall for amnesty? I, I just have an article up right now hitting Jared where it hurts, where no, none of our colleagues are willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why I'm willing to do that. Because you're afraid because, of this exact trade. Because I'm afraid of this exact thing. Now, Democrats are smart. What Democrat Democrats are like the cartels. I mean, <laughs> they're like, I mean, they'll look you and they'll cut your heart out and eat it, which the cartels do, by the way. Um, and they'll say, we're not playing with you. But it's not lost on them that you just gave them an offer. Mm-hmm. They'll just shoot it. What they want is to them. They don't give a darn about a couple billion in border spending. It has nothing to do with that. It's a, it's a bunch of nothing. Um, they're just looking for the best deal. See, the the DACA amnesty. Here's the problem. Trump has one leverage point that he won't use. If you tell the Democrats that you're going to take away what they already have in the bag, in other words, I will start deporting them tomorrow, much less give them cards, which, by the way, even according to the stupid court ruling, if he would work with the Administrative Procedure Act, he could do this in April. He would give the notice now. He could do this in April. He's not doing it because he loves DACA and Jared loves DACA, so he has no leverage. So if you tell the Democrats, well, I'll give you DACA if you – well, they have it. They have it already. So you're going to have to offer something much more substantial, what Jared is working on. I am worried about that. But let me tell you something. I still believe in our ability, because I've defeated every amnesty bill since 2006, our ability to defeat legislative amnesty. It's executive and judicial amnesty we that, that we have a problem with. I think the most likely scenario, and I don't want to let our guard down because it will be a hell of a fight, is no runs, no hits, no errors. We don't get anything good. We don't get anything more bad than we already have. But the issue stays alive and the people are pissed as hell. Now, it's the question. It's the old age-old question. Okay, so you vote for Trump. You vote for uh, a Republican House again. What changes? See, that's what, that's, that, that's why I think we lost is because I'm not talking about the will of the people. I'm talking yeah, okay. about the leveraging of the political class to get the will of the people's uh, or to get the people's will fulfilled. The people didn't want the tarp. Scott Rasmussen, the old when he was actually doing polling, he doesn't anymore. He's not Rasmussen polling. Most of our audience probably doesn't know that. It hasn't been for years. It's basically a GOP super PAC. But Scott Rasmussen once told me to my face, it was the most unpopular piece of legislation he ever polled in his entire career. They did it anyway. Most Americans don't want Planned Parenthood to be given a half a billion dollars. They do it anyway. Most Americans are would be totally fine if we eliminated the IRS and went with a different uh, complete total overhaul of the tax system. Sure. We don't. Meaning there's a lot of things that poll very well. But the political class are not forced to, to act on the people's will so things don't change. And I thought we had a leverage point, if he was willing to see this through, that we could get affirmative action, not pardon the pun, on, on, on this issue rather than a stalemate at best. That's what I think has been lost forever. Uh, that I absolutely think he would, to save face, be convinced by Jared to trade a massive amnesty for a wall. I think most of our peers, sadly, in conservative media that helped us defeat legislative amnesty in the past will line up in order to support it this time, in order to make sure that they remain in the good graces uh, of, uh, of Trump uh, and his audience uh, to keep the clicks a coming. And, and that's why I'm despondent, because this sudden cave out of nowhere to get nothing 
Uh, he, you know, I told our audience when we came back from Christmas break that the shutdown would have two pressure points for the for Trump. The first would be when everybody came back, uh, you know, to start the new session, and they all got all paranoid, and all their paranoia got under the Capitol dome. He was going to have to hold on through that, and he did. And then you guys remember what I said? The next pressure point would be State of the Union address. Okay. Democrats wouldn't want to, or there'd be all kinds of pressure to cave right around that time because that's a hell of a bully pulpit to make your case to the American people why this is the time to stop illegal immigration now. Well, then he caved, okay? Well, Steve, he's going to give a speech next week and he'll still do it, but here's the problem. The fact that he caved before giving the speech, the Democrats now know there is no stomach to go to war all the way to a wall or go to the wall on the wall that they were never, we were never going to push them to the point that we got into March, April and government workers and AFSCME workers that are all their voters aren't getting checks and they'll start pressuring Democrats now. Hey, I want, I got to get, you know, some pay some bills. So build a damn wall so I can, you know, uh, you know, keep the lights on at my house. They're never going to get to that pressure point, which means the only way Trump can win is going as, as far as I can see it, Daniel, is to go through the judiciary. That's why I think we lost. So, Steve, again, you know, I mean, I've been lamenting this woe and lamentation for two years. Um, basically, if you if you, you know, have the following premise that unless Republicans have 60 votes in the Senate, in addition to. The House and the White House, they can't do jack squats, and therefore Democrats have to get what they want on a budget bill, number one. And number two, whatever a district judge says is gospel, mm-hmm. we're done. I mean I've already said that. We are completely done. Um, I, I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying there is one dynamic element to this that's a live grenade, mm-hmm. whereas with an abortion debate – so that was fleeting. We With the videos exposing the harvesting of baby organs, that was a, and that was a one-time – opportunity to, mm-hmm. to seize that and defund Planned Parenthood. We lost that. So it's more of just a general 40, 50 year battle. There, there are, th- I mean, this is going to be an ongoing crisis that once they get past wor- this moment, they can't ignore it. It's worse than that. that. The cartels on. get a vote. The cartels mm-hmm. get a vote. Um, it, literally everything I was writing about is now coming out now. And what's happening now is you have hundreds of people being shunted over the imagery of it. In, in one shot – see, it used to be they didn't want to get caught. So by definition, you would never use that tactic. It was ones and twos. Now because it's lawfare and they want to you know, uh, um, apply for bogus asylum, so the cartel shoved them in, and then that's when they shove in all sorts of stuff. You got in Hidalgo County now. Picture patriotic ranchers, a county the size of Rhode Island that has 5,000 people in it. But you know what? They're still Americans, and they still deserve our protection. That place – if, if that's not an invasion, I don't know what an invasion is. They have insane scabies and smallpox and flesh-eating diseases coming in, straining their – they have to fly them to other hospitals. They have break-ins and kidnappings on their properties. This And, and, and the county um, sheriff – this is the bootleg of New Mexico, far west, southwest. County sheriff and county manager wrote a letter to the governor, and the governor basically says, go F yourself. Um, you're a bunch of Trump people. We're not going to deal with you. Um, that's how, how volatile this is. At some point, I'm telling you, the cartels are not going to stop this. Mm -hmm. And because of the courts, the migrants are not going to stop. This is going to get really bad. Now, will Republicans grow a backbone? Will Trump grow a backbone? I don't know. I'm just telling you, 
I'm at least somewhat optimistic at how much the public already understands the severity of the issue. Okay. And that's why, to me, the more Trump talks about the broader problem and doesn't make it about the wall, which he already politically killed, I think we could really win this issue. Final question, then. It seems, if, to bottom line your analysis, that Jared Kushner and his ilk in the White House, in your view, are pretty much... Um, the 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 uh, I guess the Tokyo Roses as I've already used that uh, reference earlier in the show today. Uh, there are the Tokyo Roses here on immigration that have to be defeated internally in order to uh, maintain the dynamic that you're describing. Not just on immigration, but on everything. Uh, picture a Democrat president who had a son-in-law um, that was a a conservative, but also a slumlord who knew nothing about policy or politics. Um, not even what you and I probably knew in eighth grade. And then that guy goes and brings in Numbers USA and Federation for American Immigration Reform and Senate Conservatives Fund mm-hmm. to craft an immigration plan. <laughs> and they bring in Steve King while, <laughs> while they're at it too. Now, you don't have to envision this because it won't happen. Right. But even if it did, the Democrat base would shut it down in three seconds. Um, what's happening now is he, here's the Achilles heel. He is the conduit for all for the swamp in the in the White House, and he is the most powerful guy. He's more powerful than acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney, who himself is a pro amnesty guy, and that's another story. But the problem is, it's it's the perfect kryptonite of the conservative movement because he's the president's son-in-law. I mean, even I had a little trouble getting this article across today. Why am I the first one and the only one going there, willing to go there and say, "Hey, Mr. President, you got to fire this guy. This guy's going to destroy your presidency." Until and unless the movement stands up and gets rid of this guy, Trump will not win re-election. Wow. Daniel Horowitz, there's a truth bomb. Thanks for joining us today, brother. Good to see you. Appreciate it as always. Take care. All right. He's, uh, he's the dude, man, uh, over, at the, over at Conservative Review. All right, Aaron, I wanted to give you a chance. I wanted to leave a few minutes here at the end of the hour and give you a chance to reset something that uh, you ran out of time at the bottom of the hour in addressing some of the, the dire cultural items highlighted in your montage today. Yeah, I was just going to follow up to, to what you and Todd were saying um, you know, about the people who are uh, directly or indirectly responsible for the heinous killing of of unborn chilling, uh, children and the increasing brazenness uh, and the increasing tone deafness uh, of those uh, types of people. And, and Chris Pandolfo and I uh, were talking about this new documentary series on Netflix, the Ted Bundy tapes, mm-hmm. over the weekend. And we were talking about uh, a, another serial killer by the name of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know him, the M- Milwaukee cannibal or the Milwaukee uh, monster. Um, and he apparently was led to Christ before he was killed in prison. Uh, and the last t- television interview, or radio interview, I think it was, was actually with James Dobson from Fa- Focus on the Family. And I've watched a few interviews of Dahmer um, after he was uh, sentenced and after he supposedly came to the Lord. We're not God. We don't know his soul. He certainly doesn't sound like the guy who uh, committed some of the acts that he did. And he certainly, as much as somebody can, again, if he, I'll just leave it at this. If he did come to the Lord, that is another indication that there is an unexplainable, remarkable grace that our God extends to each and every one of us. And it's with that point, I would say, 
I hope that same grace can be found by the abortionists, by the people on the left in this country who um, aid and abet and encourage this type of behavior. Virginia's governor was just on the radio this morning responding to this uh, video that we saw earlier, and he certainly sounds actually not not only is he fine with it certainly sounds like this, and it could he could clarify what he meant, but it certainly sounds like he's fine with even killing kids um, after they come out of the birth canal, the fourth trimester abortions that we all mocked. Mm-hmm. Um, the people on the right side of the aisle, the Republicans who have aided, and I certainly hope they found the same type of grace that maybe Jeffrey Dahmer found. But if they don't, um, again, I pray that they meet their demise very, very swiftly. And again, in that specific order. We'll come back with hour two. Are you ready to have your soul crush? What more can you do to it, man? What more? We're about to stomp on it and find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three is the number here on the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand on the Blaze. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E for those of you watching uh, on the Blaze but listening on the podcast that don't get a chance to see when we uh, show you how to spell my last name. And I, I, I say it that way so that I get credit, okay, because uh, I like I like to receive credit. In fact, that's why I'd, I'd ask you uh, if you are listening to us today via podcast, if you have a moment, and you could uh, leave us a five star review there on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, etc. Whatever is your podcasting platform of choice. If you've got a few minutes, if you like our show, now if you don't like it, don't lie. But if you do like it, if you d- and haven't done so already, thank you to all of you who have already done this. But if you could uh, take a moment and leave us a five star review, the more of those we get, the more people like you we tend to find. So thank you very much in advance. And one of the things we like to do with this show is support people who are standing up for what's right, for who are exercising courage of conviction like Miss Victoria Hurst. And she's taking uh, one of the more difficult stances around. She's standing up against her own family uh, because she is descended uh, from William Randolph Hearst, one of the great uh, American tycoons ever. Uh, Part of her family's publishing empire is Cosmopolitan magazine. And she is concerned about how over the last few years it has increasingly embraced and distributed adult content within its pages while still targeting our underage daughters as potential Readers, And she's not asking necessarily for censorship as much as stewardship. She's simply asking her family, hey, if if that's where you want to go with this, it's a free country after all, even though I don't agree. But if you want to become Playboy, then this thing ought to be shielded from minors, just as Playboy is in many states uh, in the union. If you agree, if this is a, if this is a, you know, you're, you're looking for what can I do in the limited time I have? Um, you know, what, is there a cause where I can at least make my voice heard? Visit the website, Cosmo Hurts Kids. This time it's H-U-R-T-S. CosmoHurtsKids.com is the website. CosmoHurtsKids.com. So, last week, as we watched Trump Cave, we had the cuckening, right? This week, this week we will have the crushing. <laughs> 
Today's Truth Bomb brought to you by my new book, Truth Bombs, Confronting the Lies Conservatives Believe to Our Own Demise, available bookstores, Amazon right now. Get your copy. My kids are counting on you because they are thinking Disney vacation, right? And uh, they need that from you. And then you need this book. But even if I can't convince you on the merits, do it for the children. Mine. Uh, leave, leave us a, a five-star review there at Amazon as well. We would greatly appreciate that if you've had a chance to read it. Again, don't lie, but if you had a chance to read it and you liked it, you could leave us one of those. We appreciate it. Uh, a lot of you have done that already. Thank you very much. So today's Truth Bomb, we are going to mix mix it up with uh, a staple here uh, on the program on Wednesdays, buy, sell, or hold. And Todd, I, I'm going to let you... Uh, you're going to play buy, sell, or hold all by yourself for the next few minutes. All right? So here's how this is going to work. There's a lot of talk right now uh, in our industry. We, we talked about it yesterday as well. Kamala or Kamala. Kamala. It is Kamala. Kamala. Right. Kamala Harris came to our little neck of the woods. She was about 20 minutes from where we're broadcasting here today, right? And uh, did a town hall on CNN to launch her presidential candidacy for the Democratic nomination in 2020 and, uh, and openly espoused she's for Swedish-style Sovietism. And we broke that down on the show yesterday, right? And, talked, and, and, and that's all over conservative media and everything they're saying about her is true, right? Yes. Right. So I thought it would be fascinating if we took a look at Kamala Harris's Liberty Score at Conservative Review. And again, here's how the Liberty Score at Conservative Review works. It just takes your last 50 votes. And and unlike a club for growth that would focus only on issues of economic growth or a national right to life that would only focus on your score voting on life issues, this is comprehensive. Did you take the conservative position on this issue? Okay. And it takes your last 50 votes. Now, some of them have not been in office long enough to have done 50 votes. So it's, it's your total body of work up until this point in time. And this morning I went and got all the latest updated Liberty scores. And I've selected a handful of Republicans. And, and we have Kamala Harris's Liberty score as it stands right now as a U.S. Senator from California. And we're going to flash several Republicans up on the screen, Todd. And you're going to play buy, sell, or hold. Does this Republican have a higher liberty score at conservative review right now than Kamala Harris? You ready to play? Should I like say goodbye to my wife and children right now? Is this, like, is this the end? This is the end. Fire up the Jim Morrison. Yes. Beautiful friend, the end. Yes. I love you guys. I tried. Yeah. This, this, whatever last morsel of optimism remains within your soul, we are about to crush it. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Our first comparison, Todd. Here we go. From the great state of Tennessee, we present. Lamar Alexander, his current Liberty score at Conservative Review is 15%, which means in his last 50 votes, he has voted with you in our audience. You know, hey, they told us, right? Hey, if he's 80% friend, not your 20% enemy, what if he's your 15% friend? What do you think? Think your 15% friend might be your enemy? And of course, we know Tennessee is a deeply moderate liberal state. So Lamar Alexander's Liberty score as it stands right now, a conservative review, is 15%. 
Do you buy, sell, or hold that Kamala Harris is higher than Lamar Alexander? This would have been tougher for me in general had not yesterday or the interview happened with her because then she got some pushback uh, actually from the left about being too tough of a prosecutor on uh, on parents of truant kids and things like that. So I, I have a little bit more background to go on. I think that Kamala Harris's score will be higher than 15%. All right. So you're going to buy that Kamala Harris buy. is more conservative than Lamar Alexander. I will buy Your that. new conservative hero, of course. Yes. All right. Next, we have from the great state of Maine, Susan Collins. All of America awaits her decision on literally everything. Right? And remember, if you're a conservative in Maine and you didn't vote for Susan Collins when she won the GOP you nomination, hate you hate children, uh, you love the IRS, and illegal aliens hate America, and you help the Democrats destroy the country. Thank you. All right? So Susan Collins' Liberty Score at Conservative Review right now is an exquisite 10%. She votes, with, she votes against you 90% of the time. Is Kamala Harris buy seller hold more? Cons- Kamala Harris is more conservative than Susan Collins asked, buy seller hold. Asked and answered buy. If you're buying. If she's ahead of Love Lamar, she's ahead of him. All right, so you you are buying that she is a, a, she's more conservative than both Lamar Alexander and Susan Collins so far. Yeah. All right. Next, our new conservative hero since last October, Lindsey Graham-Nasty. There he is from the and I understand. Hey, it's South Carolina, right? I mean, what do you expect? You can only get a certain kind of Republican elected in South Carolina, guys. Yep. Right? I mean, you can't expect to get a hardcore right winger elected in South Carolina. Yeah. I've always said that the uh, two state politics that uh, line up the most is New York and South Carolina. Indeed. You have always GOP. said that. Yes. Yeah. You, you have said that often. So there's Lindsey Graham to with his 29% robust, I might add, his robust 29% liberty score. By Southern Hold, Kamala Harris is more conservative than Lindsey Graham. This is tough. This is this is in the window here. I th- I think I've got to sell. I You're don't think, sell. I don't think she can rise above twenty five percent. That's kind of the metric I had in my head. All right. So you're selling that Lindsey Graham might still be more conservative than Kamala Harris. All right. Might. Let's go now to our conservative Valhalla, known as Texas. He is the number two man in the United States Senate. And again, Texas is another state. You can't expect to get a conservative elected out of that state, right? So don't complain about John Cornyn's 33% liberty score because don't you know he's the lesser of two evils? All right, could be worse. Could add Beto in there with a 29, right? Could be worse, right? So there's 33% liberty score from the number two Republican in the U.S. Senate, John Cornyn, from the liberal state of Texas. Kamala Harris from the People's Republic of California by Southern Hold has a higher liberty score right now than John Cornyn, Todd. Sal, I, same, I've already answered on Lindsay, so John's high, higher than him yet. I, I've got to sell. All right. Let's go to the number one man in the United States Senate. And that is... Oh, this is great. Cocaine Mitch himself. Mm-hmm. Right? In between dropping lines on his favorite Foghat album, Old Ditch has compiled... An inspiring 34% Liberty score. <laughs> 34. 
34% Labor Day score. At Conservative View, just a notch higher. Hey, he made sure to stay more conservative than his, uh, than his uh, bad lieutenant, his Harvey Keitel there, John Cornyn, at 33%, right? Yeah, at least Walter White had a 30%. So, you know, Ooh. Yeah, Mitch McConnell's Ooh. doing a little bit better than him. All right, so Todd Erzin, buy, sell, or hold. Kamala Harris has a more conservative Liberty score at Conservative Review than Mitch McConnell's 34%. What do you think? I will sell. You're selling. I will sell. Okay. Let's go next. So, so far you believe uh, she's more conservative than Lamar Alexander and Susan Collins, correct? Correct. Those are the two you think she has a better score than. Because most of our audience will believe there's no chance she's more conservative than any of these people. So how about the number one Republican in the House right now? This is Kevin McCarthy is your new conservative hero. I had a former employer that used to try to force me to do conference calls with him to basically get the rundown of uh, how to shill. Yep. How many of those did we show up for, Aaron? Do you remember? It was a really zero. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was it a zero? Negative was it one? Zero. Yeah. It was zero. Yeah, it was yeah. zero. We didn't show up for any of those conference calls, actually. Well, he's a zero, so that's apropos. Uh, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was fitting. So there's your current new conservative here all over Clickservative Media with his conservative pronouncements. Uh, there he is, Kevin McCarthy. A 28% Liberty score right now. And remember, the person who's your seventy, uh, your 28% friend isn't your 72% enemy, right? That's a bumper sticker, huh? Ah, yeah. So is Kamala Harris more conservative than Kevin McCarthy by Seller Holt? I think Lindsay was a 29, right? Correct. And I... Take a risk. I, I want this to be true. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm going to say... By which puts me, that's what I'm predicting. You think Kamala Harris is, is more conservative t- than Kevin McCarthy? I at least, well, she's either tied with Lindsay or him. So I'm saying she's coming in at a 28 or a 29 All somehow. Right. That, right. that prosecutor, no nonsense, maybe tough inner city mom thing. And uh, yeah. Okay. Let's do one more. By the way, we had Peter King, who I, I, I just hate with the heat of a thousand suns, and I don't have a problem saying it. And I'll just tell you right now Kamala Harris has a higher liberty score than Peter King. <laughs> Who's, who's on television constantly See, defending Trump? Yeah, you. If you had, the, what's funny is we went to go get his uh, his. There, so there's the list of the scores, and then each score, each each member of Congress has a page mm-hmm. where you can look at all of their votes yourself and see why they we scored them that way. And we clicked on Peter King, and it said page not found, like conservative leadership in Washington. That's what it said. <laughs> Even our error message is a conservative reviewer snarky. All right. <laughs> So just so you know, Kamala Harris is more conservative than Congressman Peter King that you see on TV all the time as your new conservative hero. Now, one more, and this is my favorite one. This is my, I saved the worst for last. Okay. You ready for this? Devin Nunez. He is your new conservative hero. The Nunez memo exposing the Obama administration's efforts to sinister spy and undo the last election. And he is he is standing guard to avoid the coup d'etat against President Trump. And there he is with a 26 percent liberty score Bye. 26 percent. Hey, blow that up on the screen. Take me off the screen. But just just feast, you locusts, feast. Gaze your eyes upon thee. Yes, rub your golden chipmunk. Yes, rub. Love my monkey. Yes. Do you love my monkey? Yes. Okay, that's enough. Dial it back. <laughs> ah, yes. Devin Nunez, he'll get a primetime speaking slot at CPAC, but nobody on this show ever will. 
Maybe if we had a 27% liberty score or we were a transvestite Buddhist, we might have a chance. <laughs> that's, that's not even hyperbole. No, it's not. Hey, I'm the first Republican transvestite Buddhist, and uh, we just want you to know, we can transvestite Buddhists just like the Democrats, but with less regulations. Go Cokes. Yes. All right, so you're buying that Kamala Harris is more conservative than Devin Nunez. I am. What is Kamala Harris's current liberty score? Let's show the audience. Oh. 21%. So she is not more conservative than Devin Nunez, but she's pretty close. Uh, she is more conservative than Peter King. She is more conservative than Lamar Alexander. She is more conservative uh, than uh, Susan Collins. Right around where Devin Nunez and, uh, and and Lindsey Graham are. I mean, I guess if you know if you want, some of you I know will really argue about whether someone's an F plus or an F minus. I just will tell you if my kids showed me a report card and want to argue with that with me, I would actually add weeks to the grounding. Is what I would do uh, for such. And by we could have we could have chosen numerous Republicans that she has a higher liberty score than. Just a lot of them would be backbenchers in Congress and people you don't know. You know, like the one Republican congressman from Rhode Island, for example. So we we chose these names as names that our audience sees on cable news and, and, and sees bandied about as their new conservative heroes uh, in, in click-servative media constantly. So, Todd, I now ask you, how? how f- you know what? As Yoda once said, how feel you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I just got my hand cut off by my dad. Um, yeah. Uh, man, well... Predictable. I've actually, you you actually put a little spring. I, it kind of worked in reverse. After that Aaron's montage, you put a little spring in my step just to, to, to have these just twits outed like this always, you know, makes me a little happy. Scratch behind the ears. So thanks for that, boss. Hey, can we, can you humor me? Sure. Can you throw Devin Nunez's Liberty Square yeah. up there just one more time? Yeah. In fact, just, just. Leave it up on the screen for like the next 10 minutes while we do something else, if you don't mind. Just, I mean, just, just, just I, I just, I want as many people to choke on this as I possibly can. Because if you want to know what a political opportunist grandstander looks like, it's this. All right. Let me glom onto an issue where I can make myself a name while I am literally knifing you on the stuff you most care about. The policies that will most determine the future for you and your children, I'm going to knife you on that 75% of the time. But I'm going to be on Laura Ingram's show tonight talking about uh, Spygate and the coup against Trump while I go out there and vote against all of Trump's policies. But I am your new conservative hero. You know, I love, I'm with you. Golden calves suck, but golden chipmunks. Awesome. Give me a golden otter. Ain't no hole in the wash tub like Emmett Otter's Chuck Band Christmas. Give me the golden otter. How about a golden beaver? Boy, that's a metaphor. How about a golden retriever? Yeah, that, that golden idol's bad. But give me give me these other golden idols over here. Yeah. There's your hero. That's your man right there. All over all the click conservative media. Yeah. I wonder how he feels about uh, Virginia's governor's comments this morning. Oh, yeah. I bet he thinks they're heinous. Yeah. I'm sure he thinks they're really bad while he voted every time to give the people who would actually do the killing money. This isn't really funny now. It was fun for a while. 
I'm sort of feel like I'm crushing my own soul. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Are you? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to vote for your party to find out what's in it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You can go home. I'm early. out. You can go I home. I can't early. do that. I'm done. Oh my goodness. Using my powers as executive producer to let you off the hook early today, Todd. I'm just gonna finish our our, our obligations with live reads and we're just gonna sign off. Yeah. And, and the last thirty minutes are just gonna be this on the screen. Yep. While while we have Todd's comment on loop, you gotta vote for your party to find out what's in it, Steve. <laughs> over and over and over I'll and work. over again. All work and no play makes a dull party. Oh, thank you, Jack. Maybe I get to work here for another year. Here's Johnny. I'm going to drive Clutch. myself right into a ditch. Danny! Danny boy! <laughs> I thought I might not come out of here breathing today, and I get one more year on the job. Yes! I honestly, I, I intended to crush Todd's soul, and, and your comment, Todd, I don't think I can go on after that. I am... This is what we call in Harry Potter world Protego. That is the spell that Todd just cast. Yes, I am. Your uh, own spell rebounded, Steve. Yeah, I just double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah, that I just uh, Dave Chappelle's whispering in my ear. You played yourself. That was you. you I didn't plan on you topping me. Uh, actually, I didn't, that wasn't when Aaron and I game planned that this out today. I didn't have Todd jumps off. Todd comes over the top rope to crush me instead with a leg drop. I didn't. I didn't see the Jimmy Superfly snooker there. I do, was, do we look like guys with a plan? That was good. And now I feel like my heart can't go on right now. Wow. All right, let's play some other buy, seller hold. Do you have, do you have other stuff other yeah. than this? I don't um, like this game anymore. Suddenly. I actually did some uh, show prep today for buy, sell, hold. I've got a list, top 25 list coming up in the next segment. But first, let's get to some uh, listener submitted. Is this better than last week's holds. music? Mm, you're asking me if something that I did is better than something yeah, that the Rolling Stone. Aston answered your honor. Yeah, yeah my better. Yeah, uh, my Blair Richards says, Mueller probe, this is the easiest one probably of all, all time. Uh, Mueller probe does find something on Trump, and whatever it is, instead of being heinous or consequential, it'll be in- incredibly stupid. Bye. Yep. Easiest one all year. Yeah, yep. I, 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 that's a yes. Uh, David Evans Martinez says, by Isler Hold, POTUS will pull a Bill Clinton in Kosovo by sending troops to Latin American country under authoritarian rule in order to distract from a crumbling domestic front before the 2020 election. So, so, way too much. I, honestly, I, I, you know, DHS, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he has the balls. No. Uh, Matt Rinker says, the authorities really do know panic's motives, but it shows how corrupt or incompetent the FBI is because it indicts them, so they're claiming ignorance. Uh, I'm going to buy because I think that is – I'm going to buy for this reason alone. That's that's every bit as possible as they don't know his motive. And and I learned this covering in, in my early in my career in media, working in sports media. And there's a lot less at stake about why did you go for it on fourth down or, you know um, – why didn't you foul the guy that was the worst free throw shooter at the end of the game as opposed to the the best? I mean, there's a lot more at stake with a story like Stephen Paddock, obviously, than the outcome of a meaning otherwise meaningless sporting event. And even in a meaningless sporting event, whenever the bureaucracy chooses stupidity as its explanation, that's always because the actual, I learned this, whenever the bureaucracy whether it's a college coaching staff that I used to cover in a past life. And this is carried on now into my work in news and political media. Government. Whenever a bureaucracy claims we suck at this and or we're dumb, and they, and they use that as the explanation for something, 
the truth is always worse. Always. They never, they never voluntarily proffer. We suck or we don't. They don't ever go with that preemptively on their own. They never initiate that explanation unless the actual explanation is worse. So Matt, I'm buying. I I am buying as well with a footnote that I still ultimately think that it is as likely as anything else that what I said at the very beginning of this saga was true, that people are so broken and so despondent and are just wallowing in death for years upon years upon years in different versions and look at today's montage to prove that that yes it is it is possible that this guy decided over the course of weeks and months that this is how i want to go out and my only motivation is i hate myself i hate you all that's as likely as anything else but we have seen enough again today in our montage about what our elected leaders care about where their priorities are and that includes the FBI in, in simply deciding, yeah, I think we don't like the president, so we're just going to investigate him because that Steve's – what Steve just said is also just as likely as anything else. All right, moving on. This one, Blake Johnson says, Mountain Dew so, is better and than Don't Dr. ever, Pepper. ever allow Blake, him to enter – only thing the only acceptable answer is what the heck is wrong with you like i have to ask who hurt you do you live with your mom who who there is no one in no man in america who doesn't live with his mom who would Uh, sincerely ask this question i okay i fear how disappointed you would be with the results of this oh no (laughs) i i mean i'm strongly with the amount of men who live with their mom who think the same way no my roommate my guys my roommate who uh was deployed to afghanistan multiple times He'll take Mountain Dew over Dr. Oh, Pepper. Oh, I think I think we would lose. I'm strongly in the Dr. Pepper camp. I think we would lose this. It might be close, but I think we would lose it. I can we should we do that, Paul? Put, Speaking Devin, of, put Devin Nunez's Liberty Score back up again. Now I'm oh take, my god! Now I'm taking Steve's hope away today. Um, <laughs> Jay- remind me never to Aaron when I come to you with this idea again in the future. Remind me how it turned out. No, I'll just All tell right? you to slit your wrists first. And, yes. Yeah. Um, Jason says. Oh, this was the guy who changed his name because we were laughing at him last week. Uh, Trump's State of the Union will turn the dial up to 11 on the immigration issue, prompting Ocasio-Cortez and other dims to stage a walkout. Uh, I don't think it's because of his rhetoric. I think it's just because they're bat crap crazy. I'll buy yeah, that part I mean, of it. What has what Trump not said? I mean, what's left to say? Do you know? I mean, is, I mean, is Trump like calling Pat Buchanan right now and saying, "Hey, do you have a couple of doozies left? I haven't dropped yet in the last few years." I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what incendiary language Trump could drop. I mean, I guess if he showed up at the State of the Union with a Steve King is my homeboy T-shirt, maybe I don't know. But what's left? Do you know what's left? No, I, I, I sell. There's, there's no way Trump and and team are focused enough. To do something like this, but Aaron, you're onto something. I totally believe, not even not reacting to something, but preemptively deciding to do it. Oh yeah, that they'll they'll that they might use this. Yeah, 
I could go for the Ocasio-Cortez walkout just yep. to, you know, as an attention getter, you yep. bet. I just don't know where Trump could go that he hasn't gone already that would prompt it. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, next one is from Nick. He says, Crenshaw is a crusader. I'm going to hold. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm selling not because talking about Dan Crenshaw, the yeah, new congressman yep. from Texas. I'm selling not because I don't like what I've seen already, but because, uh, they just, it doesn't happen. I, 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 it's like believing in unicorns at this point. I mean, I just, I need to see it with my own eyes, Dan. No offense. I'm going to buy just because I. No, I've been there. I know what you're I, doing. I need to I today. I know. I need to. So I'm going to buy. You're doing it for all of us. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, let's see. Russ. I'm a servant of the world, yeah. Todd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another cheery one. Uh, Russ Salerno says, sharing the gospel in America is categorized as a federal crime and potentially lands you in jail within the next 10 years. Yeah, I, I think I will buy. buy. There will be places That's in America easy. that that will be the case yeah, you without can't, revival. Hey, yeah. the National Mall. Hey, we're, we're in the name of diversity and inclusive. Yeah, National Mall. Or, and then public places. California. Yeah, California. New York. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you already have the governor of New York saying, if you're pro-life, don't move here. I mean, so, I mean, they're now acting legislatively on the stuff they used to theorize about in years past. So there will be places in America where I absolutely believe that'll be the case. Yeah, I'll buy. Sure. You're buying, Todd? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, last one from listeners. A tradical Catholic says, because in fa- <laughs> this person sent this before... Uh, what happened this morning with Virginia's governor. Mm. Tradical Catholic says, because infanticide is a natural extrapolation from abortion, we will see a state legislature pass a statute that permits euthanasia of neonates, infants less than four weeks old. Bye, and there will be pro-life leaders that will go along with it. I mean, I, there was a situation of anesthetizing uh, fetuses. I think it was in Montana or Idaho a few years ago. And Father Frank Pavone from Priest for Life supported the legislation, said they're going to kill the babies anyway. At least they'll anesthetize it and show them some mercy on the way. So there will be some pro-life leaders that will sign up for this saying, hey, they're going to kill them anyway. At least let's, you know, let's let's put them down gracefully. Bye. Same logic as Dan Crenshaw. I just, I don't even know what the alternative looks like anymore. We'll come back. Hopefully Aaron has a terrible list we can laugh at. Because we need that right now. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, I am excited to talk about this because I'm a big fan of this product, uh, frequent user. I uh, used it again uh, today. I got to do those workouts from home. I drove in today minus 16 as was the air temp in my car. Well, not in my car, but you know, the temperature gauge in my car about where it is outside was minus 16. Uh, and even my gym closed, you know? So yesterday I've, you know, I was upper body. So I've got to get the energy up to do a, a push-up workout that I found online. Today it was an air squat, jump squat workout. And every little boost helps. Uh, that's why, again, I'm a big fan of Brickhouse Nutrition's From Dawn to Dusk. It's an all-natural energy supplement made of the stuff that you're made of, that the creation's made of, that the creator made us of. Rather than a whole bunch of chemicals you can't pronounce, 
uh, don't put that stuff into your body. And there's no jitters, no crashes, um, no digestive issue. Trust me, if there, if there was a food allergy digestion issue to this, I'd have discovered it by now, you know? So some people are like havens for like strep throat, flu, fevers. I'm a, I'm a, I am a magnet for digestive um, uh, ailments. So that's why I eat like seven things. (laughs) All right. So if there was anything about this that wasn't going to comport with the natural state your creator made your body, trust me, I'd know. And uh, my body loves this product. I'd highly recommend it. Uh, Dawn to Dusk, all natural energy supplement from the physicians at Brickhouse Nutrition. If you want to give it a shot, Here's how. Uh, go to BrickHouseSteve.com is the website, BrickHouseSteve.com, and use the promo code Steve to get 15% off of your first order. Promo code Steve, 15% off at BrickHouseSteve.com. All right, more buy, sell, or hold here on a Wednesday. And I'm hoping, Aaron, you can drag us out of the muck and mire we currently find ourselves in yeah well as you just mentioned uh right now it is 10 below zero here in the upper midwest in iowa in des moines where we're broadcasting from uh so i thought today and because you know it it, it's increasingly looking like we just answered that in the last segment that maybe we're christians are going to have to find a different place to live so i came up with a list and i did this myself guys i actually (laughs) actually put some effort aaron wants acknowledgement for actually doing work yeah i like it i actually put some effort into my job today and i came up with a top 25 list of steve's relocation mistresses now i know he only has one but if he had 25, I think this is what maybe what the list would look like. Okay. So we're starting with number 25, and we're working down in descending order. So Based not, on whether I would go ahead and live there or not. Yeah, and if you if if this is kind of – it's with any other list that we do. Uh, buy if you agree with the general location. Sell if you disagree that it shouldn't be on the list. So I think it would be best if you always went first because okay. you're trying to figure out if yeah. I'm, if I'm yeah. okay with it, right? Yeah. Is this just in America or across the world? Across the world. Okay. In that context. Yep. Okay. So, because Todd's going to basically sell every place outside of America. Is yeah. That what... Basically. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you here's, will. Here's here's kind of the rubric that I gave for this. First and foremost, um, it, it got a, a location got more po- points if it was in the United States. Secondarily, mm-hmm. if there's good ca- uh, tax conditions, mm-hmm. and thirdly, if it is a good place for a um, an apocalypse to wait out an apocalypse, a fairly good place to, okay. to wait out an apocalypse. So and pizza this, delivery. Pizza and, delivery. Um. That was not taken into okay. account, but right. I figured, you know, you can probably buy okay. pizza right. if it's a good tax location. So anyway, okay. uh, starting right. at the top, uh, number 25, California. Todd. Uh, that we, you or you would go. Uh, I would buy. You said it was a good tax location, right? Yes, but uh, it's this. I mean, if it was a good tax location, it would be a lot higher. Yes. It would, and I lived there, the I lived there as a kid and loved it, by the way. Okay, loved it as a little kid, but and under its current tax locate, no, uh, hard sell. Hard okay. sell. Yeah. Um, number twenty four, the Maldives. Uh, it's basically paradise on earth, although parts of it are overrun by radical Islamists. Am I buying for me or for Steve? <laughs> yes. On the other hand, I kind of feel like you might have buried the lead yeah. there. Am I buying for me or for Steve? For me, you're for deciding you. whether, whether, for Steve. For, whether I would go with it or yeah. not. All right, sell. And I love that. It's like you're selling me the Amityville house. I mean, like that's right over the lake. It's better I mean, than I, California. Uh, and oh, we forgot to mention, uh, you know, Ronnie DeSander, whatever the guy's name, uh, murdered his family here in the 70s. But anyway, 
Cell. Okay, so it shouldn't yeah. be on the list at all. You lost okay. me at Radical Islamist. Uh, yeah. Number 23, Liechtenstein. It's out, up in the mountains. Uh, it's a good tax haven, too. Liechtenstein. But it's, but it's also in Europe, so. Liechtenstein, what do you think, Todd? Bye. You think I would buy going to Liechtenstein? The 23rd. It's like your 23rd uh, redundancy plan. You're going to have to make some hard choices, man. <laughs> There's just no way around it. Sooner or later, man, you got to bite the bullet, Days. Yes. I, I can't see myself telling people, hey, I live in Liechtenstein. I just I can't. So I, I got to sell, guys. I have to have some modicum of dignity left. Uh, right. Number 22, New Zealand. It's remote, so, you know, a uh, good place to wait out the apocalypse if the hordes of people are coming after Christians. Also, uh, it's not a blank hole country. I'm going to sell on the grounds that it should be higher on your list. New Zealand? Yeah, okay. I, I, that would be much higher on my list. Where, you, where is this, at 21? 22. 22. I mean, me. this is also, you know, I could go out in the plush fields and visit where Frodo and yeah. uh, yes. and Samwise yep. film their scenes. Yeah. Right? The they Rohan all, is yep. there. Yep. I can, you know, scream out uh, like I'm Aragorn. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I, New, New Zealand would be higher on my list of places. Okay. Higher. Okay. Yeah, bye. Okay. All right. Uh, number 21, Costa Rica. It's also paradise, but it's also a blank hole country for the most part. And guys... We have compassion for the people there. We're just having fun here. What do you think? Are you buying or selling that? Buy. I'm going to buy. I could see it being an option. I don't be any higher than that because it's one of those things too where a nice upper middle class, I'm not rich, but I make a nice upper middle class living, you know, in a country like that, dude. I'm in the gated community. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, number 20, Australia. Lots of great places to hide. It's very warm, very desolate, uh, but everything wants to kill you. What do you think? It's also way more liberal than you'd think. Oh, yeah. I mean, Australia. That's not I mean, a knife. But the That's Outback. Knife. Yeah, this the, is not The Outback, you can actually get away from. Yeah, I, I I will buy. I'm a little confused because a vision in my head when Steve was talking about Costa Rica, I just envisioned the island of Dr. Moreau and <laughs> some weird stuff going on. <laughs> um, I, whenever I think of Australia, I always think of Gene Hackman in Superman 2. Lex Luthor, ruler of Australia. That's what he asked General Zod for? Australia. Right? So I'm going to buy. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number 19, Tristan da Cunha. It's the furthest um, permanent settlement away from civilization. So, again, you can get a long ways away from everybody, but it's this. It's on the list because of that, but it's uh, so low on the list because there's no TV. Since I'm buying for Steve, that's a hard pass. There's no just, doubt. Yeah. There's yeah. no way no. he's doing I would, that. I no. would take overrun with Islamists yeah, over I know. no TV. I was going to say, okay. <laughs> tell me more about the Quran. Yeah. It's, your, your diet would consist of mutton and potatoes. Jizya for college football Saturday yeah. or whatever you just said is the diet. I'm paying the jizya. I mean, <laughs> you guys want me to embrace the lesser of two evils here. I'm going with it. I mean, and, and again, New Zealand's like the benchmark. You know, when we do these with the songs and there's always, okay, is it better than that? So New Zealand is, that's, would be high on my list. That's as okay? backwater as Steve is going to go. Yeah. Yes. So New yeah. Zealand would be high on my list. So, um, everything from this point forward that you mention has to be a better option for me than New Zealand. So Liechtenstein is not on the list, but New Zealand is. New Zealand would be high on my list. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. Number 18, Switzerland. It's a tax haven. Uh, guns are allowed. Uh, also not a blank wall country. I'm, I, I would. I, I think it could be potentially higher, yeah. even. Yeah. No, hold, hold on. Winner, bro. 
Winner. You're saying that from where you sit right now. It can't That's be any worse exactly than here. why I'm saying it right now. Um, but you know what? It, like it's basically Iowa with lower taxes, right? Same winner. Better chocolate. And that now that's a, you know that's high on the selling point list right there. <laughs> I went to, okay. I was in Switzerland once and I got an entire bag of chocolate thinking I was going to bring it back home and give it Plus to Plus I can have people. all that Swiss colony food meat, right? All of it. I can just get it right from Switzerland, the Swiss yeah. colony stuff, right? Cuz that's where they get all the ham and cheese from from Switzerland. That's where the Swiss colony gets it, right? Among all the things you do, the your uh, you know movie author sports all that we we need to make a sitcom about Steve's rationales when the apocalypse comes because his like bucket list of things that you will not throw out the window are are legion like oh, I don't know man I know it's the end I'm, of the I'm world but that's cold Switzerland's You're growing buying. on me I can yep. do the no You're carb buying. thing with the ham with the meats and the cheese and then on cheat days all the best chocolate and there's guns and no taxes I. I I could do worse. I'll buy. Yeah, okay. I'll buy. All right. Uh, number 17 is Iceland, remote, kind of cold, and you also run the risk of running into Bjork. Here's the thing. I always get confused. It's the other way around. Greenland's the one that's Ice. the mini Antarctica. Yeah. And Iceland is the one that's actually- Geysers everywhere. You know, well, yeah. um, salvageable, yeah. right? Yeah. I, 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 Iceland could be on my list, actually. Okay. I've actually thought, because I've actually thought about this on my own. And, and Iceland's a possibility, okay. but it's not higher than Switzerland and certainly not higher than New Zealand, who's pretty high on the list. Okay. Yeah. I'll sell. He's not going to Iceland. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, number 16, New Hampshire. No state income tax and also <laughs> college football. So. Bye. Uh, yeah, it's in the continental United States. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Any place any place in the continental United States See, will be higher than is, New Zealand. This is why I said yes. California out of the gate. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but the tax thing is gone right away. Not to mention, I'm, they're going to put me in jail in California. I don't, yeah. I, 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 I'm, this is a haven of the apocalypse, the only not reason, to be the Solzhenitsyn of it. Yeah, this is, okay? this is the but only reason needs. it was on, on the list is because it was actually still part of the United States. Um, number 15, the north of Scotland. Not higher than any place in the continental yeah. United States. or New, I, I would still do New Zealand, although there's a, you know, I'm a big redhead guy. Be a lot of redheads. Or is that Ireland I'm thinking of that has the, the, the gingers? <laughs> Or Scotland, I don't know. I'm, I'm Americano. I don't know. <laughs> this show, man. <laughs> Who has the gingers? This show needs an exorcism. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This sitcom is writing itself. Um, I mean, we're talking about when, so when push comes to show, and I got to make a call. I got to protect my family. Steve's thinking, who has the gingers? <laughs> you've heard, you've heard of the weeping prophet, the warrior prophet. I'm the idiosyncratic prophet, the nuanced prophet. All right, sell. So. Uh, number fourteen, top twenty-five. Uh, Steve Dace relocation destinations. Number fourteen is Papua New Guinea. Oh, hard sell. Yeah, yeah sell. Yeah, hard sell. Yeah. No Lots of places to hide. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so number 13 is Hawaii. Sell. Still. I mean, it's uh, that's that's a, a long buy. ways. Yeah, Steve yeah. would go. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there's so many people there, it'd be hard to actually hide. It's a long ways from civilization. Uh, number 12 is South Dakota. Bye. Not higher than Hawaii. No state Not in- higher than... No state income tax. There's a ton of tax in Hawaii. Is there that's a ton of tax there? That's why South Dakota is better than Hawaii. Oh, but man, <laughs> you want to talk about wintry desolation, brah. And they don't put salt on the roads. They just use sand. So that's kind of a drawback. 
What do you think? Todd, you make the call. I did. Bye. You're going. Yeah. I guess I'm going. Not very far moved. Uh, number 11 is Idaho. Lots of mountains to hide in. And I know you liked it when you were out there. Yeah, I love That was some of the best driving of my life. I'll buy that. Yeah. Um, close. Uh, number 10, uh, Washington State. To me, I'll buy. Yeah. Yeah, because to me, it's everything you like about California and then like almost none of the stuff that you, you know, that you don't. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm fine with rainy, fall, you know, kind of weather. That's kind of my t- favorite time of year anyway. So I'll buy that. Yeah. yeah. He's buying. All right. Uh, number nine is Alaska. No state income tax. Also, you get a nice, I, I think they still do this. I, I may be mistaken, but my brother, when he was there, uh, you get a nice little kickback from the oil money. Yeah, I, it would be it would be on my list. Not, it, not it, it, it's a little too high on your list, but I'm okay with it being on the list. Here's my first American. So, so you, I was uh, there for my honeymoon. Actually, yeah, the daylight thing would crush you. Oh, because it's dark. Yeah, you're right. Although one of maybe the most underrated horror movie of the last twenty years. Huh. The, Thirty Robin days Williams of one? Thirty that days of night. Is that no? Thirty oh. days of night. Where the vampires move in because of what you just talked about, Uh where there's no, where the sun is gone all that time. That movie is off the chain. Yeah. That's a really underrated movie. Alaska actually meets every one of my criteria perfectly, but whatever. A lot of Uh, snow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I I actually also gave special preference to warmer climate, so it doesn't, it does not meet. uh, Number eight is Nevada. Also no state income tax. Absolute buy. Yeah. Yeah. That's high on the list. Plus with legalized uh, sports handicapping. Yeah, Yeah, I'm there. Make yourself a living amongst the heathen. Uh, Number seven is Arizona. Yeah, that would be a buy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number six, Tennessee. Buy. Not higher than Nevada or Arizona. It'd be lower. Okay. As much as I love Nashville, it would be lower. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, Bahamas, Paradise, Tax Haven, lots of uh, tourist destinations. And you know what? They've got a bowl game there now. <laughs> yep. You know? So, yeah. Bye. I'll buy that. You bet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, the Cayman Islands. Bye. Also Tax Haven. Nice place to be. Where are they, by the way? Where are they close south to? South of Bahamas, I think. Are they south? Oh, that's pretty yeah. far. Yeah. No, not, the Bahamas would be higher than the Caymans. So, sell. Okay. I mean, they'd be on my list, but not as high as you have them. Yeah. Todd? Oh, he's buying. Okay. Uh, number three is Florida. Bye. Got to be more specific. Like, I'm, Oh, you're going to Florida whole, no matter well, where I, I love Florida, but it, it's it, the it, flattest I, state in the country. I wouldn't go any further south than Orlando. What's the old line about Florida? The further south you go, the, the farther north, north you get, get yeah. right? I love the panhandle, plus some of that's still on central time zone. So like the Panhandle area, that's the really conservative area, and it can it still gets to, you know forty degrees around Christmas time, you know, and it's Central Time, so like I could take that, yeah, absolutely, you bet. Okay, uh, number two, Mars, like the planet. Yeah, that would be a hard sell. I'm not sure that uh, I can get uh, NFL Sunday ticket out there. It's warmer than it is here in Iowa, though. By right quite a bit, yeah. And everybody knows who's number one, and it's Texas. Texas is the. Uh, yeah. Relocation mistress. Yes. No state income tax. Central time zone. They love all the same sports that I love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. In his mind, he's already there. Um, uh, final thoughts brought to you by our good friends at Home Title Lock. You may have read another massive data breach. 24 million identities compromised, which means thieves may already have the information it takes to steal your home's equity and maybe the home itself away from you. Don't be shocked when you go to get that HELOC, that refi, and all that equity is gone. 
and you find out someone already did it in your name, don't let that happen to you. Contact our friends over at Home Title Lock for pennies a day. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's title in order to protect the most valuable, important investment most Americans have, their own home, particularly the equity in that home. And who knows, you may have already been compromised. You may have already been targeted by thieves. You can find out today for free. Normally it's $100 for a title scan from Home Title Lock, but today they're giving you that report for free for being a part of our Blaze family. If you go online and sign up today, hometitlelock.com, visit hometitlelock.com. All right, gentlemen, final thoughts? Would we learn here today? Whatever's on your mind? Aaron, I'll start with you. Uh, I learned today that I think we're going to start seeing a lightning-shaped scar on Todd's forehead because the curse that you tried to project upon him rebounded and struck you. But somehow you're still here. So anyway, bottom line is you're Voldemort, Steve. (laughs) There are plenty of Republican consultants in numerous states that would agree (laughs) with that. Yes. Todd? Another movie franchise after watching uh, Aaron's montage. uh, Know this if you don't know anything else. Open Wars Upon You whether you wish it or not. Can I throw in a final thought? Sure. Because I really do try to give you guys the last word, but you guys didn't speak as long as I thought. I still have to kill like another 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. So um, let me say this. Uh, The struggle is real. It's it's not easy, and and we're not always good at it. And so we're happy to get suggestions. Steve at stevedace.com. Facebook, you can tweet to us at Steve Dace Show. It's, it's not always easy to tell you the truth in the year of no BS especially, which means even fewer filters than we've exercised in the past. It, it's not always easy to, to be brutally honest about what's happening out there and to, and, to con, and, to, and to resist the temptation to do so in a way that doesn't just make you want to throw your arms up, you know, and – Sometimes there aren't solutions. You know, that's why we have encyclopedias with formerly great civilizations. Sometimes the powers that be are um, are hell-bent, for lack of a better description, on going all the way down the highway to hell till the dead end. And sometimes the most powerful words are when we say, all we have to do is pray. That's all we have left to do. John three seventeen. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.